0: Welcome to Skoll Stories, presented by CenturyLink, trusted technology partner of the Minnesota Vikings. Tonight, Pete Bersich and I are catching up with the one and only bench warmer Bob Lurtzema. Well, Pete Burgess before we get the chance to talk with the one and only Bob Lurtzma, let's quickly recap the Vikings' first win of the season against the Houston Texans on the road. And what impressed you most and what do you think needs to happen going forward in Seattle on Sunday?
1: Well, I think what the, the big things are not turning the football over. You know, we saw Houston turn the football over on, on a punt return. Vikings don't turn it over. That one possession ends up being a one-possession game. You know, it, it, it's... You know, it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It was great to see the offense continue to roll. Um, Dalvin Cook is is making some things out of nothing. Sometimes the way mm-hmm. he's able to, regardless of the number of defenders around him, still make plays. That's what makes him an elite player. Uh, and then the continuing emergence of uh, Justin Jefferson as a receiving option. That's that's unbelievably exciting for us as Viking fans to have someone like that. And you you know next to Adam Thielen. We're all seeing what Stephon Diggs is doing. But we're, it's its great to see what that production is being made up for. And then we have, you know, how good can this kid be? Uh, offensively, we have three really good weapons, and, and, and we're continuing to uh, put up some good numbers offensively.
0: Well, they will definitely need all hands on deck against the Russell Wilson and company on Sunday night against the, the Seahawks in Seattle. Speaking of Seattle, there was a guy that played there briefly uh, that is our guest tonight. For a generation of Viking fans who know the name but don't know the personality, you're in for a treat tonight. We have the one and only Bench Warmer Bob Lurtzema. Pete, we have uh, the myth, the legend himself with us this week heading into the Seattle game. Lots of Seattle Seahawks stories to tell. The one and only Bob Bench Warmer Lurtzema. is it Bench Warmer Bob Lurtzema? I can't remember what goes first, Bob. <laughs> I mean,
2: actually when I was with the Vikings that's when Ben swimmer Bob took over but otherwise <laughs> before that it was all pro Bob lertzma the New York football Giants
0: well let me start there and then I'll have Pete jump in uh, for those fans who weren't around during the 70s in particular and uh, realize what uh, what kind of a image you carved out with the Vikings I think people do forget you were a pretty damn good football player, both with the Giants and with the Vikings. Am I, am I mistaking this? Or you, you, were, you had your moments.
2: Well, I, 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 you said that just the way I told you to say it. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But no, um, you know, I had back-to-back double-digit sack seasons, and I didn't make All-Pro. And You know, the funny part, when I made All-Pro, the other three players uh, were Bob Lilly, uh, Hall, Hall of Fame, <laughs> you know, so Olsen, Hall of Fame, Alan Pays Hall of Fame and Bob Lertzma Hall of Shame. So, but I mean, those those are the people that I made all pro with and I, and I did have uh back-to-back double digit sack seasons and that's when they only played 14 games and it wasn't uh, really a passing league as it is today. And well, by the way, Mark, when I when I made all pro, I went from 14,000 to 24,000. And I was afraid to go home. You know, I figured the cops were going to be there, arrest me for stealing or anything.
0: No, but, was that uh, what the Giants that you had the, the back-to-back? Yeah.
2: And uh, the, uh, the, the the sad part, um, the fellow we picked up from from uh, Jacksonville this year, that paid him seventeen point seven eight million. And my stats are, are apples to apples are better than his, but
1: yeah, if you go by on a per dollar. Yeah, sack basis, uh, Lertzi. You were the greatest value in the history of the NFL, no question about that. But that's that's why you should have had agent, right?
2: They, they taught you how to BS at Notre Dame, huh? That's good.
1: <laughs> so, Lertzi, you're, uh, you're tied with the Seattle Seahawks in a way that's very interesting. In 1976, you uh, were traded out to Seattle. You were so good at Minnesota that they traded you to Seattle. Uh, along with Jack Patera, who was a uh, Viking coach, was the first head coach for Seattle, got to go out there and play in the Um uh, What were your thoughts on that? What was that like when you uh, were traded out to an expansion team coming from a team that was in contention for the, you know, for the Super Bowl in and out every year?
2: Right. And, and that year that I was traded, Pete, uh, they did go to Super Bowl uh, number 11 that year. And, uh, but no, it, when I went out there, I was, on the airplane i'm going oh maybe i should retire you know this is going into my 10th year i said maybe it's time to get out they're my 11th year excuse me and uh, then i got down there and i really had a lot of second thoughts but i loved the game so much you know uh i mean we were so close to the fans and the players themselves we played for the love of the game but when i got to seattle the biggest thing i noticed uh, they had picked you know, Norm Evans from Miami and all these um, expendable veterans. Nick Bubel, I could go on and on. And Jim Zorn was our quarterback. Steve Largen, of course, Hall of Famer. But when when we got out there, we all had the great attitude. You know, we had work ethic, and uh, we, we respected the flag, and, uh, and and the fans. And and the Seattle, they call it the 12th man. Those, those people there, oh man, I, the Viking fans, are, 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 I thought, this is, nobody can beat this, but you go to Seattle and the, the 12th man, and that comes across so loud and clear. I mean, they totally control that area. So it was taken off from the start. But the biggest thing, of course, uh, Mark and Pete was that the players that were out there loved the game and uh, whether we won or lost. And we did set some records out there. Most wins for a second-league team, earliest shutout in franchise, you know, in pretty history. And and we did stuff like that. But we all loved the game, and we were so close. And uh, that that was the neatest part.
0: And for fans, uh, Bob, just refresh their minds and our minds, what went down in that trade? What did the Vikings get in return? Because I think the Vikings got fleeced pretty badly in that trade. <laughs>
2: no uh yeah- maybe they did. I mean, what did Rashad do? You know, that nothing It wasn't so bad that when I got traded for Rashad in the fifth round draft choice, but the part the part that really upset me he moved into my neighborhood you know the off season <laughs> I, I, I didn't see him every day, but uh oh he's a he's a great kid, so i i i I' really happy for his success and how well he's done in broadcasting.
0: Well just to think it would have been, instead of the Rashad Rosen report, it could have been the Lurtsima Rosen report. And it turned out to be I had to help the poor guy along on his career, look where he is now, and well, I mean it all worked off for everybody, I guess.
2: Yeah, that that was that was a win win. But you, you were so good at it though, Mark, you gotta give yourself a little credit too. I mean, you know you didn't you asked the questions, you didn't te- you didn't imply through your question how we were supposed to answer. you, you let us talk rather than have your opinion. Um, And that's, that's uh, a thing a lot of sports
1: broadcasters do not have that, that particular deal. Lurzi, when you came back to Minnesota in 1976, they actually had, uh, they they did a little honorary bit for you at halftime. And I, I I saw some pictures of it. Obviously they were in black and white because they were taken back in the (laughs) thirties. But, can you imagine? Can you imagine that going on today? I mean, just a, a player going from one city to another, then coming back and playing, and having them honor. Uh, so, you know, I mean, they were so happy maybe to see you leave that they wanted to, you know, wish you the best. I guess I'm not. I'm not I don't know how you would take that, but I just can't see that happening in today's uh, in today's game.
2: No, no. You, you could say that, but the people who weren't around back then. Um, what they actually did, they had Bob Lertz in the day at the Met, because Seattle was playing, that was the first year, uh, at the Met, so they honored me, and I had to speak at halftime, and, um, (laughs) you know, I'm out there, and is chewing everybody out in the locker room, and I'm out in the middle of the field, hey, Viking fans, good to see you, you know, and I'm rocking and rolling, I didn't have to get my butt chewed out, but we should have beaten that game had we had instant replay we would have won that game because on a fourth down play um uh, hill would, would have gone over for the touchdown so and look, look at that one you, you, or excuse me sherman smith would have gone over for the touchdown he was over but the officials uh, said he wasn't so but anyway yeah that was that was was a thrill they passed out all these little hearts you know welcome home bob and uh you don't. Really, I never realized it at the time that it happened. You know, what a, what a big, big, big thing it actually was.
0: Want an inside look into U.S. Bank Stadium on game day? Tune into Vikings pregame All Access for an exclusive live stream pregame show providing behind-the-scenes content prior to all Vikings home games. Vikings pregame all-access airs at 11 a.m. on Vikings.com, the Vikings app, Vikings Connected TV, and social media platforms. And we'll be right back with more school Stories right after this.
1: Don't miss your chance to virtually meet fan-favorite football heroes all season. CenturyLink has teamed up with your Minnesota Vikings for the Legends Connection meet-and-greet sweepstakes. To enter, visit vikings.com promotions. And now let's get back to more skull Stories with Bob Lertzma. I remember doing a long series on athletes and advertising
0: and interviewing some of the biggest stars in the country, including uh, the uh, one and only O.J. Simpson. But locally, there, wasn't, there weren't many opportunities for, for, for much off-the-field stuff like you see today and how players can capitalize on it. And I know it's a long story, and we don't need you to have to tell the whole story, but how did how does Bob Lurtzema get recognized, and how did Bud Grant uh, deal with that as all of a sudden you became a household name, because of TCF, I mean, and what you did off the
2: field. Right. Well, the the, the thing that that made it go was the was, uh, the commercials. So they wanted somebody with a different name to do the TCF commercials because Jim Lovedaw for Colin McVoy, that's the advertising agency, came up with the idea. And so he they interviewed Godfrey Zahnbreaker, uh, Carl Gershback, and then Bob Lertzma. And, uh, did you say Carl Gerbschmidt good...
0: or Carl Gerbschmidt? I can't remember.
2: Uh, Kyle Gersbach,
0: okay, Kirk,
2: right. Kyle Gershbeth. Um and and uh, you know they wanted somebody who was good looking. So those two guys were awful ugly, so they got rid of them. And but they 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 actually wanted somebody that would walk down the street saying, "Hey, there's what's his face from TCF," and it, and it worked. I mean, the, the commercials. I mean, one week they were on 127 times you know, on TV time. So the, the players at home got saturated with with the Ben Swimmer Bob commercials, and they, all they did was make fun of me. And and, uh, and they had the Bob Lertzman day there in the commercials, you know, and it's winter time, and they had shoveled uh, a, one walkway out to the middle of the field at the Old Met. It was all snow, you know, and, and, and just one set of – no, they didn't shovel it. We had one set of tracks. and We had a walk in the same foot step going and coming. So when they did a wide out, all you saw, you know, was the stands in the, the snow on the field with one set of steps going off to the microphone. Well, when I'm out there thanking everybody, they do a wide out. There's nobody in the stands. <laughs> I remember and, that. You know, yeah, my lines were, you'd think at least my wife and kids would show up. <laughs> you know, so, so it, it was a constant uh, put down. But something, that, and, and I hope listeners out there say, I'm really sincere now when I say, if you do the best you can, there's really no embarrassment. If you have if you have integrity and work ethic, life is really a, a walk in the park, and you you can you can get through it a lot easier than uh, if you don't have that type of attitude. So I uh, you know I loved it you know because uh, I'm trying as hard as I can. And the funny part about it, you know, I get a Super Bowl sack, you know, and and then uh, uh, I get uh, three game balls because I had. Couple three sack games as a backup with the Vikes. Well, all the people that are watching my commercials say, "Bob should be starting. He's just like me. I'm I'm getting screwed at work, and and and, and I'm not going anywhere, and I'm working hard, and he should be first string." So they identified me through what went on in their work as well, and nobody nobody could have ever ever predicted that it, that it would go like that, Mark. Were you making more money I mean, doing
0: commercials and playing football?
2: Yeah, yeah, I did. And, um, cause I'm, like I told you, when I made it all pro. I went from fourteen thousand to twenty four, and then um, it got to the point where I was making more doing doing the commercials. Now, um, there's not a residual on the commercials. I did I did a national one time for paddle pool, and every time it showed you, uh, you got a residual. In other words, you might get ten bucks or twenty bucks, whatever it might be, when you sign the contract. Where, where, where with Twin City Federal, if they reuse, they could use a commercial for 13 weeks, and never pay me more than the 176 or 178, 178 dollars to do the commercial. That was a 13-week contract, unlimited showing. Wow! And then if they went into the 14th week, they had to pay me whatever I got for the original 13, which was a base
1: salary of, of 178 bucks. Uh, you, if you're sitting around cr- still collecting residual checks, and you and Rosie have a lot in common, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're hey, pouring hey, in.
2: <laughs> hey, young, young punk kid who couldn't graduate from Notre Dame, you should take a lesson. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I, uh, all I remember was uh, it was my, when I first uh, arrived with the Vikings. I saw this uh, short armed. Guy walking around <laughs> telling everybody how great he used to be. And I'm like, who is, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, that's Bench Warmer Bob. And I'm like, eh, it, <laughs> it, it, it sounds about right. But, Bob, I think the <laughs> thing that you, that you touched on is behind the scenes, you did all the work, you did everything right, but you never took yourself too seriously. And did that ever rub people the wrong way? No,
2: no, no because what, what I did, you know, Coach Patira coached me nine of my 12 years, Jack Patera. So I had a nine of my the 12 years in the league, and they didn't take it any differently because um, I didn't make mellow mistakes. And there's no reason to make a mellow mistake if you're an athlete. Come on. So I didn't make mellow mistakes. And what little I had ability-wise, I gave it all to you on every play. And when you do something like that, you really don't have to hide from people. And, and, and I found out when I'm in the public, people make fun of me. you nothing know, but a pinch woman. You know, I found out those people are the ones that have given up on themselves, and they're the ones that have a problem because they they feel guilty for whatever they might be doing in life. And it, it was so predictable. I mean, it was unbelievable. And, and and even Mark, Mark, God bless you. You 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 were working. Twenty hours a day, I swear. I mean, you were, you were everywhere and doing all the little extra things, and having you—you got to do what
0: you got to do, man. You do.
2: Yeah, yeah, but you—you you never had a job, no. Nor I. We loved what we did,
0: right. Speaking of that, Bob, this has been a, I mean, it's been a tough year on everyone, let's face it, but uh, you're, you're such a presence at every Vikings game, and after after every game, you're always in the Vikings locker room talking to the players, and especially the defensive line players. I just wanted to get your thoughts on sort of where we are with this team right now, going back into Seattle on Sunday night, a place you're very familiar with, as we just heard, uh, losing Daniil Hunter, uh, not having his presence, and now losing Anthony Barr and Mike Hughes, and uh, a lot of a lot of pieces that have to be made up. What are your overall thoughts about this Vikings team, in particular the defense right now, what they have to do?
2: Oh, you. I always, I always get in trouble on this because I tell you the truth. Well, I, I, I'm a, you know, I'm a tippy toe through it, but the coaching has a lot to do with it. All right. Now I watch the defensive line. And I know defense and, you know, I can be arrogant about that. Whenever, when you play 12 years as a defense lineman, you do know a little bit more because you pick up on the little things on your stance. Uh, for example, if, if all of a sudden you're getting driven out, you look at your stance and if, and if your if your rear end is, is lower than your head, your first movement is going to be straight up. Okay. So you have to look for that because if your rear end is a, Above your head, in your st- when you're in your stance, your first step is forward, coming up. So you're picking up an extra six to eight inches or foot, whatever, you, whatever you want to say, in the same time span. Okay. Now you watch the line. I can tell you, when when they got two gap responsibility, and um, it, it, you know whether they're going to they're rush the passer or be aggressive, because their, their stance changes and so much of the defensive line right now, they're, they're catching rather than initiate the contact, the contact. And Pete, you know this, especially when being a, you were a very, very good linebacker. As a linebacker or a defensive lineman, you've got to read on the run. By that, I mean you got to fly out of there, and then, and then at the same time you're watching the guard center tackle and you're reacting to what they're doing. Linebackers the same way. You don't wait to see what they are doing and then react. So you have to, I always, uh, when I go out, I always say you have to read on the run. And that makes, a lot of people can't do that. Well, that, those are the ones that don't make it in the
1: National Football League. And Pete, am I way off? I, I no, like to I, have it. I, no, I mean, I, I, I agree with you in that uh, it's kind of like, even when I coached, uh, was coaching high schools, high school football i wanted everybody on every snap to know number one what's your alignment number two what's your assignment those are the pre-snap things if you don't know those you're in trouble already and then number three is what are you keying and how do you react to it right so as a defensive lineman you might be keying just the shoulder of the offensive lineman in front of you uh for a linebacker it's always uh, you know it could be running back the flow side guard in case or something you know someone uh reverses and goes back the other way i mean you need to do, and like you said, be able to process all those things very quickly. And if you can do that, um, you don't need to, to run a four, four and play linebacker. You can, you can make up for quite a bit by not making any mistakes. And, um, athleticism is such a premium now. Um, it's just too bad to see with the limited amount of camps. And I mean, you know, we, you know, we had six weeks in training camp to figure these things out and to work on these things. These guys now, they don't even have training camp. So they kind of just show up, uh, and it's all about athleticism. That's why I think they're a higher score games right now because
2: the receivers and quarterbacks who stay out afterwards, you know, and work on their timing, their routes, and everything. Because usually, Pete, the defense is ahead of the offense in the first couple of weeks because we just, we just fly off and we, we react on instinct. For offense, you have to learn, you know, hey, how do I read? You know, it's a little more thought process. And um, because I played tight end and they asked me when I came to the pros, when I was with the Colts, I what would you like to play? And I said, can I play defense? You don't have to think as much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, we appreciate it. We could go on and on with some of the great stories you have, but it's great to hear your voice again, and hopefully we'll see you at U.S. Bank before the season's over, but uh, thanks for spending some time with us today.
2: Well, more importantly, I'm an introvert, and how you guys get it on me, I'll never know. So, so uh, stay, stay healthy, and everybody who's listening, these two guys are the best, and, and really the best of health to everybody. We'll, we'll get through it
0: wow it's always great to catch up with benchwarmer bob lurtz about one quick note for the fans during the month of october a portion of the proceeds of the vikings yearbook will benefit the neil hunter's charity of choice the boys and girls club use the code skol at www.vikingsyearbook.com and Pete, again, thank you once again for another fun week. And thank you fans for tuning in to another episode of Scold Stories presented by CenturyLink, trusted technology partner of the Minnesota Vikings. We'll see you all again next week.